0: MCTV.
1: Hello, I'm Terry with Saints Army and Warriors for Christ Ministry Team, and I would like to welcome you back to Session 3, our Episode 3 of our message of hope. We're here to share hope, love, truth, and the Word of God and see lives restored. It grieves our spirit to hear and see people who are feeling broke, worried about life, feeling hopeless. They don't feel they have a place or person to turn to for help, feeling loved or accepted. Those are the things that we talked about in session one and two. So we pray that our words bring encouragement, love, peace, while letting you know there is hope. We will always, you're always going to hear us say, do not allow your past to dictate your future. Why do we say that? We continually say, do not allow your past to dictate your future. The fact is that if you keep identifying with your old life, the life you are trying to break free of, you need, you'll never break free if you constantly are identifying with that old man, that old person. We need to see and start seeing ourselves the way God sees us, not the way the world or people um, around us have seen us. Um, And when we say that, a lot of times people that we grew up with, maybe our old friends, um, people that were involved in, you know, we may have been involved in activities that we're trying to break free from, they see us, they know us as that person. Our families, they know us as that person or who we were growing up. every one of us you know if we run into an aunt or grandparent or friend of the family they always remember us as that person they see us as that that youngster um, or the teen that may have gotten into trouble or you know that's who they identify with us it's time that we look forward and start looking at uh, our new creation who God gives us the opportunity to be so this is where it really starts to get good. So let's look at a few things. And I will note that our message today, it took a little detour this morning. So as the Lord um, had pressed upon our hearts to discuss why people have such a hard time connecting with him, as well as other people, there are many people that need to hear this message today. And what we're going we're to look at some scripture first. So in Romans eight sixteen, the word says the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Then the apostle Paul goes on to say in Romans eight seventeen, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ. Now, I know we have looked at that scripture in the last couple episodes. It's so important. And we, there are many times that we will bring back scripture over and over again because we need to get this. We need to get it into our spirit. So I want to take a look at these two scriptures. Um, we, when we read or hear that we are children and that if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ. For people that have been hurt, maybe they grew up in an abusive environment. Maybe they didn't have a mom or dad in the home. Maybe mom and dad were busy, and they just never really connected with with a parent. You know, again, if you're in an abusive relationship, how you're identifying love based on hurt. You know, it's hard to really, you know, this is someone that's supposed to love us. And whether again, whether it's a parent, you know, a sibling, aunt or uncle, wherever, wherever you're growing up, you know, it, there could be some, someone in your life that has been less than, than desirable, you know, hurtful. They may have said things. Um, it could be worse than that. When we are in situations like that, it's hard to, we identify those in authority around us with those past experiences. And when we think about how we grew up, even if we grew up in church or not, our our past, our current relationships with people around us can be the very hindrance that keeps us from believing the word. Not only that, but any negative relationship can also get in the way of having a relationship with Father God. And that's what I want to talk about um, for a little bit. And it's love. And love is, God is love. That's The word says God is love. And people hear that, they say that, but yet... There's one thing to believe in God and then there's another thing to actually know him, to have a relationship with him. A God that speaks and when we pray, we hear him, we hear his voice. And just like this morning, you know, I as I was in prayer and over the weekend, he continued continued to show me areas of where there, where he he would actually say, "Where is the love?" And I'm going to share that story. But over the years, we've noted that people's environment, their personality, other factors from their past have built up a protective barrier. So it's almost like if you're wounded as a child, there you learn to put up a barrier. It's, we call it a crust or. You know, you kind of encase yourself, and the reason you do that is so you're not feeling the pain that goes with that, because, you know, especially in a parental child abuse situation, there's a lot of hurt that's going on, and this is someone that you're supposed to love and trust, but yet, you know, you're not sure, you know, you learn to distrust more than you do trust, and... That protective barrier, and we don't even realize it, and a lot of people don't even think that they're doing that. But as that as time goes on, that barrier's still there, and then they grow up, and it's gotten a little harder. And they they have relationships, but maybe they don't work real well. Um, people that they're around sometimes will um, they connect? They have friends and things like that, but they always no one ever really gets in you know there's not a true you know true transparency there's always a little bit of a wall that we put up when we're wounded and it's it's there to keep us from being hurt over and over again and a lot and again people don't even realize that they do that but if you have a hurt one hurt person let's look at a marriage if you have a person that's been wounded and you, or two people that have, they come into a relationship and they, even though they connect, they're still, they, they almost push each other away so that, you know, in a sense, because they will allow you into a certain point And that's that protective area. And that way... We're out, we go, if we go into a relationship like that, it gives us an out as well. But <clears throat> this very barrier, as I said, that was put there to protect us actually pushes people from us, and we don't even realize it. But also it keeps us from feeling loved, feeling accepted, as well as fully connecting with others, Sometimes people are not even aware, as I said, because it, it becomes your personality. It, you know, you just have grown to accept. Well, this is the life that I had, and that's not the the will of God for for your life. His will was not that. And we always we do say that hurt people hurt people. So we have to look. You know, if there's a continuation, you know, why? If we have a parent that's hurting, and you know, a child what happened to that parent? You know, we look at, you know, and when we look at that, and especially if we're ministering to that child who's now grown, we can say, well, let's look at the bigger picture. You know, we're not saying that what they did was right, but we want to bring other understanding into it, and it really does help when we try to heal. And a lot of times with that barrier, when we try to move forward and we grow, what there's always that area of emptiness. We just feel, you know, there's something missing. And so as you're growing up, you're you're looking for that something. And a lot of times what we say is you're really looking for God. You're looking for that love that is unconditional. When people are looking for something to fill that void, that can get them into drinking, drugs, alcohol. Sometimes, you know, it starts with marijuana and it makes them feel a little better and then all of a sudden that doesn't do it anymore so they keep, they go into something deeper and, you know, some it's prostitution, some make poor choices in relationships. The reason is they don't know themselves. You know, we have to be able to look at ourselves and see what not on the outside but what's inside what's really on our heart and even those people we you know we mask things we mask those wounds with something else with and that's where addictions come in a lot of times and we it grieves us when we see people that have these wounds and get into drugs and alcohol and then yet never are set free from it And sometimes that ends up, it doesn't end well. You know, they just can't seem to break free from it. Well, we don't want to be there just for down the road if something were to, you know, worse happen. We want to get to those people and help them and love them before life takes, you know, a downward, you know, any more downward spiral so we go back to love and you know when we're when we're sitting with somebody and we're part you know people are partying and things like that that's really a false love it's a false sense of love or acceptance because again we're filling ourselves with things that are just um surface it's not anything internal so how do we ever learn to love and feel loved if we can't break free from that type of bondage from our past well, the answer is in the Word of God. The love that He has for us in that journey that we have talked about, it's a journey. And, you know, in the earlier sessions, that's what we said. It's us learning who Jesus is, the love that God has for us, and it becomes—it begins that journey. We're all on that journey, all of us. God's always working in us to strengthen us and show us new things and you know he's, we're constantly being you know we're a work in progress always god's will for our lives is his love for his children that he wants he he is love and how his truth breaks us free from our past and will bring hope for an amazing life going forward it can happen we see it all the time and i'm going to look at some more scripture and we could go, we could spend hours on that subject of love alone. And a lot of times we do in, when we have our group teachings. But in Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Do we want to be led by the Spirit of God and be considered a child of God? Absolutely we do. This is where the hope the love, the restoration, the, and freedom begin to manifest in our lives. And then when we hear this in Romans 8, 15, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Think about these words the spirit of adoption. So, your old wounds, that life that you identified with, you can you have the opportunity through a, that new journey, that relationship with God to become new, born again. It's an adoption. We're adopted in. God is asking you to return to your first love, which was him, still is. With open arms. His arms are he's always there. He's always watching. No matter what your past looked like, or maybe your current situation, he wants to have a new relationship with you. Over the weekend, I you know, we just went through um, midterm elections, and you know, I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I don't like to do that, but on occasion. And I'm listening to various people, and I'm watching their posts, I'm looking at YouTube. And I was really troubled, and, you know, we're talking about love here. And what I was seeing and hearing, you know, I, I'm watching posts that were actually, uh, people were talking down about this person on this side and talking down about this person on this side. They're showing pictures, and they're comparing them to things. It's just, you know, I was really troubled by what I was seeing. And Holy Spirit, I heard him say, where's the love in all of this? And that's it. I'll have to tell you that many of the posts and videos that I had come from are from fellow Christians. That was bothersome. Some of the posts that I am talking about came after, you know, like I was saying, after these elections. And it, it could be an election. It could be, you know, Uh, the current topic of you know the season whatever but we tend to take that to um, a public platform where it becomes an attack on each other and you know I'm just watching and it wasn't just one side against another side or you know we're not here to debate things like that it's it's looking at the character Of people, whether you're left, right, up, down, sideways, it doesn't matter. It's the heart. We're looking at the heart. But there's no love. What I was seeing is bitterness and hatred. Again, from Christians, I was hearing this. It it can be from Christians and those that didn't identify as Christian. If we want to give love back, and this is something that I was really in prayer about. If we want to give love we must have love. If we don't have it in our heart, how do we give it? So how does that look to someone who's struggling? So let's say I'm struggling with an issue and I'm looking for hope. I'm looking for a way out of a situation. And then I go to Facebook and I I see people that I know maybe from church or I know they go to a church and I see their posts and their posts... I think, wow, they're attacking this person on Facebook. Well, they're going to hesitate to even reach out because they're seeing a heart condition. Yet, you know, that's not God. That is not the love of God. It would be very confusing to say the least for someone who is trying to get out of a situation. I'd like to share some scripture, not, All of these are on the slides anyways, but I would encourage you to get your Bible out and look this up. And this is in 1 John 4, 1 through 21. I don't know if I'll read all of it. It's just good. But I will see where we go. So in 1 John um, 4, and I started with one, Beloved, I do not believe that every spirit Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the Spirit is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and is already in the world. And then 1 John 4, 4. You are actually first First yes, John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And 5. They are of the world, and therefore they speak from the world. And the world listens to them. We are of God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not of God does not listen to us. This is how we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And then it goes on to talk about God is love. So in 1 John 4, 7, Beloved, let us us love one another, for love is of God. And anyone who loves is born of God and knows God. So let's look back at the heart condition. If I need, if, if someone's hurting and they're broken and if my heart's not right, if I'm not walking with love, how am I going to give love, truly give? I can give a surface love, but these people, in order for them to break free, they need to really be embraced by the love of God. And if you're, for anyone who identifies as a Christian, I'm going to read that again, that 1 John 4, 7 is powerful. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. That's just good. And 8, anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So think about that. If your heart's not right, the scripture tells us, the scripture itself tells us, if you do not have love, you do not know God. In this way, the love of God has revealed to us that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we must also love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us. And his love is perfected in us. So we have the love we can give love. You know, And we have to stop this. the bitterness. That bitterness is not of God. And... That's where we're seeing so much brokenness in our world. In 1 John 4 um, and 13, we know that we live in him and he is in us because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. That's so good. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. And then in 17, in this way, God's love is perfected in us. There's an opportunity for his love to be perfected in us. That's the word. So that we may have boldness on the day of judgment. Because he is, so are we in this world. We've went over that before. Not someday in this world. We, we can walk in that boldness knowing that we have been, we're joint heirs, we're seated with him. In 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has to do with punishment. Whoever fears is not in perfect love. Again, if we were young and we were hurt, we think of fear and punishment. That's not where, that's not love. 1 John 4, 19. We love him because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For whoever does not love his brother whom he has seen how can he love God whom he has not seen? We have this commandment from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. That's just good. I mean, it's, that's the word of God. And we need to test our hearts. Do we just know about him or are we walking with him? And when we're ministering, sometimes we will actually talk to people, and I like to give them a visual. Let's say they come. Here's the throne room doors, and we know that God is is in that room, and we have, you know, I tell them, you're standing outside of the throne room. Do you feel worthy to go in? Do you feel that God loves you enough to walk through those doors? That's something to think about. I'd like to close us in prayer. So, Father, I thank you that your word, we have the opportunity to share your word, that your word still is the same yesterday, today, and it will always be. Father, right now, I pray for anyone who is broken and hurt that they learn, that they come around somebody that will love them unconditionally. They won't judge them, they won't qualify them. It's the love that He has for us. Father, I pray for Christians who right now are feeling bitter and angry for the things that are going on in the world, that they too look in the mirror, check their hearts. Do I have the love of God within me? Am I walking with him, not just walking and know about him? Is he in me and am I in him? So, Father, I thank you for this opportunity. We speak life We speak freedom. We declare that everyone will become your spirit walking on this earth, that the love that they have within their hearts will pour out into the streets, into their neighborhoods, into their apartment complexes, wherever they live. I thank you for joining us today, and I hope that this message will give you some things to think about. And we do have a prayer line. I just want to bring that up. If anyone feels a need, would like prayer, please reach out. We're always here for you. In Jesus' name, amen.